Hello, this is Nikdha from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Sunday, the 21st of June. India has reported 15,413 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, its biggest single-day rise so far. The country now has 4,10,461 cases, while the death toll stands at 13,254. 2,27,755 people have recovered. More than 68 lakh samples have been tested so far. The recent rise in cases are primarily because of the constantly growing numbers in Delhi. Yesterday, the capital had recorded 3,630 cases, not far from Maharashtra, whose daily numbers until now were much ahead of Delhi. Tamil Nadu too has been reporting an increasing number of new cases in the last few days. In fact, of the 15,413 new cases, more than 65% were detected in the top three states of Maharashtra, Tamil Nadu, and Delhi. In an important development, drug firm Glenmark Pharmaceuticals has said that it has launched antiviral drug Favipiravir under the brand name of Fabiflu. The drug will be used for treatment of patients with mild to moderate COVID-19. Fabiflu will be available as a 200 mg tablet at a maximum retail price of three thousand five hundred rupees for a strip of thirty-four tablets through hospitals as well as retail channels. The Drug Controller General of India on Saturday gave permission to Hetero and Cipla to manufacture and market antiviral drug Remdesivir for restricted emergency use on hospitalized coronavirus patients. The task force set up by Indian Council of Medical Research or ICMR has recommended launching a biobank or repository of test samples to understand clinical patterns in coronavirus cases, expedite test kit validation and study the immune response to the virus. While samples are being discarded currently, the task force members overseeing diagnostics and biomarkers said that the agency has selected at least 9 ICMR labs with easy access to COVID-19 hospitals where they can store positive and negative throat, nasal and blood samples for research purposes. They added that the standard operating procedure for the project is being laid out. Addressing the nation on the occasion of International Yoga Day, Prime Minister Narendra Modi emphasized on the need to build immunity in defeating the disease and said that the world is feeling the need for yoga more seriously than before due to the coronavirus pandemic. The Prime Minister said, and I quote, the coronavirus attacks our respiratory system. Pranayam or breathing exercises help strengthen the respiratory system to fight the disease. Unquote. Seven foreign nationals have approached the Supreme Court against the decision by the Ministry of Home Affairs to blacklist them for their alleged involvement in the Tablighi Jamaat congregation. The seven foreign nationals include two from Thailand, one each from Malaysia, Kenya, Morocco, Tunisia and Mali. Maharashtra recorded its highest ever single-day jump in cases with 3,874 new infections and 160 deaths. This took the total number of positive cases in the state to 1,28,205 and the death toll to 5,984. For the second consecutive day, Mumbai recorded over 100 deaths due to the novel coronavirus. On Saturday, 136 people succumbed to the infection, which is also the highest single-day death toll in the city since the first death was registered on March 17th. The total death toll in Mumbai now stands at 3,561. The Maharashtra police have reported 88 new cases and one death in the last 24 hours. With this, the total number of cases in the force rose to 4048 while the death toll rose to 47.
Pune too reported its highest single-day rise in cases with 823 new infections. The total number of positive cases in Pune is now at 15,004, while the death toll is at 584. Delhi recorded its highest single-day spike in new cases, with over 3,600 COVID-19 cases being reported in the last 24 hours. With this, the total number of cases in the national capital rose to over 56,000. The death toll, meanwhile, has risen to 2,112. The Delhi Health Bulletin stated as many as 31,294 patients have recovered with 23,340 active cases. The number of containment zones in the city now stands at 249. The Delhi government has directed state-run hospitals not to get oxygen concentrators and cylinders on their own since it is in the process of procuring them. In an order issued earlier this month, the government had ordered the hospitals to arrange oxygen supply for all the beds. After Delhi Lieutenant Governor's controversial order dismissing home isolation was withdrawn, Delhi government has issued new directions for COVID-19 patients. According to it, individuals who test positive will be referred to COVID care centres for assessment of clinical conditions, the severity of illness and comorbidities. Physical assessment will be done for adequate facilities for home isolation so that cluster cases do not develop in the locality. If adequate facility for home isolation exists and the person on clinical assessment is found to have no comorbidities and does not require hospitalization, he or she shall be offered to either continue to stay in COVID centre or paid isolation facilities or opt for home isolation. The rest will have to continue to stay in COVID care centres as per Ministry of Health and Family Welfare guidelines. Those in home isolation will have to follow home isolation guidelines and will have to stay in touch with healthcare providers so if their condition worsens, they can be moved to COVID hospitals. Tamil Nadu reported a record single-day spike of 2,396 fresh COVID-19 cases as the overall case count in the state rose to 56,845. Also, 38 people in the state have succumbed to the virus, taking the death toll to 704. Uttarakhand has reported 23 new cases, taking the state's tally to 2,324. Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath met his counterparts from Haryana, Manoharlal Khattar and Uttarakhand, Trivendra Singh Rawat via video conference. They have decided to suspend the Kavar Yatra this year due to the pandemic. The Gujarat High Court ordered stay on holding the annual Rath Yatra procession in the name of Lord Jagannath due to concerns over the mounting number of infections. Gujarat has reported 539 new cases, taking the total number of cases in the state to 26,737. With 20 new COVID-19 deaths, the death toll in the state has risen to 1,639. Ahmedabad alone has reported 306 new coronavirus cases, taking the district's tally to 18,564 cases. Rajasthan has recorded 154 new COVID-19 cases and 4 deaths. The state's tally has increased to 14,691, while the death toll has reached 341. Odisha's count has risen to 5,160 after it recorded 304 cases in the last 24 hours. Assam has reported 133 new cases in the last 24 hours, taking the state's tally to 5,388. Andhra Pradesh recorded 477 new cases and 5 deaths in the last 24 hours. This takes the state's total number of cases to 8,929 and the death toll to 106. 
Telangana's health minister Etala Rajendra lashed out at the center for allegedly not providing proper facilities and financial help. Rajendra said and I quote, "How many times has your ICMR changed the guidelines? You must think about it. We asked for 1000 ventilators but you have given us only 50. Our machines were diverted to Kolkata by ICMR on the orders of the prime minister." Unquote. Kerala also reported its highest single day jump in cases with 127 new infections taking the total count in the state to 3039. Meanwhile Kerala's chief minister Pinarayi Vijayan on Saturday hit out at the Congress after the party's state chief Mullapalli Ramachandran called the health minister KK Shailja covid rani. The chief minister said and I quote the attack against the minister was due to a peculiar mindset and was anti women. It is regrettable that the Kerala Pradesh Congress Committee president has stooped to such a level. Unquote. 55. That is the number of journalists who have faced arrests, FIRs, intimidation and physical assault ever since the national lockdown was announced on March 25th. And the list seems to be swelling each day. On Thursday, the Varanasi police booked Scroll's executive editor Supriya Sharma under charges of defamation, negligence to spread infectious diseases, and sections under the SCST Act which is a non-bailable offence why an FIR was lodged by a dalit woman quoted in sharma's report on the impact of the lockdown in a varanasi village that was adopted by the prime minister narendra modi it doesn't take much to uncover the real motivations behind the FIR how does a ground report highlighting the hunger faced by people during the lockdown mock poverty and caste as alleged by the complainant Is it a coincidence that the complainant found out about the story only after a police official informed them? This was an excerpt from the latest edition of News Laundry's weekly newsletter Stop Press that helps you keep a track of the news media ecosystem not just in India but around the world. In the latest edition, Chitranshu writes about the rising threat against press freedom in India, including the existential threat faced by local media, which is the bedrock of any media ecosystem. Read the newsletter titled Intimidation and FIRs How the government is dealing with news reports on its failures And while you're at it do check out all the other stuff we do from podcasts and video interviews to in-depth ground reports And if you think we're doing a good job which I'm sure you will please do consider subscribing to News Laundry For listeners who are not aware News Laundry is a completely ad-free news platform because we believe when the advertiser pays the advertiser is served but when the public pays the public is served so hit that subscribe button on the top right corner of the website and pay as little as 300 rupees a month to help small organizations like us survive in this world dominated by advertiser funded big media now for some international updates on covid-19 the coronavirus has infected 8.8 million people worldwide so far while close to 465000 people have lost their lives to it While the World Health Organization has warned that the pandemic is accelerating, it has expressed optimism that vaccines could be available before the end of this year. US President Donald Trump during his rally in Oklahoma blamed China for the spread of the coronavirus, calling it Kung flu. Yes, you heard that right. He said and I quote, "I can name Kung flu. I can name 19 different versions of names. Many call it a virus, which it is. Many call it a flu. What difference?" I think we have 19 or 20 versions of the name. Unquote. The president also told his supporters that he had asked health officials to reduce COVID-19 tests since tests are a double-edged sword. 
the US has the highest number of cases in the world with close to 2.3 million infections and over 122,000 deaths. Brazil has recorded nearly 50,000 coronavirus deaths so far. The country reported 1,022 fatalities in the last 24 hours alone. A total of 1.7 million confirmed cases have been reported so far in the Latin American nation. The actual toll is believed to be much higher. Russia has reported 7,728 new cases of coronavirus, raising the total number of cases in the country to 584,680. A further 109 people have died in the last 24 hours, bringing the total official death toll of the country to 8,111. Serbians are all set to go to the polls today to elect a new parliament in Europe's first national election since coronavirus lockdowns took effect some three months ago. As precautionary measures, polling stations will be equipped with face masks and hand sanitizers. Serbia, which has a population of 7.2 million, has so far reported 12,803 confirmed cases of COVID-19 and 260 deaths. It was among the first European countries to start opening its borders on May 22nd and all lockdown curbs have since been lifted. Health Minister Matt Hancock has said that the British government will announce plans to further ease the coronavirus lockdown this week. This will potentially include relaxation of the two-metre social distancing rules and allowing businesses to reopen in early July. The country has recorded over 303,000 infections, including more than 42,000 deaths. The Spanish government has said that British visitors will not need to undergo a 14-day quarantine when the country reopens its borders. Spain called on the UK government to show similar reciprocity. Travellers from the EU and Schengen area will be allowed back into Spain from Sunday as the country's three-month state of emergency ends. Singapore has recorded 262 new cases, taking the country's total to 42,095. Pakistan's Sindh province's spokesperson Murtaza Wahab has tested positive for coronavirus, adding to the list of politicians who have contracted the virus that has killed over 3,500 people in Pakistan. According to the Ministry of National Health Services, Pakistan reported 4,951 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, taking the nation's tally to 176,617 on Sunday. In other news, last night, the central government issued a warning about a large-scale phishing attack that could look like government communication on COVID-19 and steal personal data and financial information from people. The Indian Computer Emergency Response Team, also known as CERT-IN, that works under the Ministry of Information Technology, said that the phishing attack is expected to begin today and could use the email ID ncov2019 at gov.in. In a statement, CERT-IN tweeted, and I quote, It has been reported that malicious actors are planning a large-scale phishing attack campaign against Indian individuals and businesses. The phishing campaign is expected to use malicious emails under the pretext of local authorities in charge of dispensing government-funded COVID-19 support initiatives. Such emails are designed to drive recipients towards fake websites where they are deceived into downloading malicious files or entering personal and financial information. Unquote. The Cybersecurity Authority said that the campaign is likely to create fake email IDs impersonating various authorities which will then be used to dupe Indian individuals and businesses. It advised people not to open attachments in unsolicited mails even if they come from people in their contact list. The government, however, has not disclosed who is behind the planned phishing attacks. 
Dear listeners, with the current media crisis, we need the support of our readers more than ever before. You are our best ambassadors who can introduce people to News Laundry. Get a gift subscription for your family or friends. You can also sponsor a student subscription. All you need to do is send us an email at contact@newslaundry.com along with the contribution amount. We will send you a payment link which won't require any sign up, OTP or hassle. After the payment, we will map the gift subscription manually. Thanks in advance. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.